Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst, Fox Sports Wisconsin. Steve, how you been, buddy? Very good, very good. How are you? I'm doing well. So an interesting weekend. You saw the Bucks get a couple more wins. You saw a really weird halftime act for 90s night. Uh, and now you, <laughs> now you go out on the road, man. And uh, this team, you know, whether or not whether or not Giannis will or will not play, my argument is because I the whole discussion of greatest of all time and all that kind of stuff I think is getting a little re- bit ridiculous. But is it concerning that Giannis needs rest for the knees? You know, I do. I think that he he's his minutes have been extremely controlled the entire year. You know, he's. He's not played crazy minutes. I know you saw, you know, like those Thibodeau teams where you would see a Jimmy Butler and guys like that just playing. It seemed like 45, 48 minutes a night. Like Giannis is so far from that. I mean, I think that, you know, when you think about the San Antonio teams where it was like, you know, Timmy resting, Manu making sure his minutes were good, Tony Parker's minutes were good. I feel like that's been very much the Bucks' model this year. I don't think Middleton's minutes have been crazy. And, you know, I don't think his, his knee is an issue like that. I just think that it gets taken care of and addressed so consistently where he never does push it too far, and the, and the medical staff is on top of it that it gets brought up, but I don't think it's a concern. I think that uh, the way he's playing, I think if anything, speaks to that. So this team gets a couple of wins over the weekend, which uh, nice. Again, still the top record in all the NBA uh, and you and I talked about this last or last week when we were talking about MVPs. Hey, look, I, as much as people want to argue James Harden, James Harden is the guy. Giannis dictates a lot on the floor, and in addition to that, when you talk about the achievement of expectations or the overachievement, I still think hands down it's Giannis right now. Do you? Look, uh, Harden is—he's an amazing player. Like the guy's averaging thirty-six points a game. He's on this streak of scoring a million straight 30-point games. He just seems like he he can't really be stopped, and I, and I think it's true. He's, like, probably the greatest offensive player in the league now for sure in terms of scoring, and, yes, we're talking about one end. So that's a big part of also, I think, why, yes, I do think Giannis is the MVP right now. It's like when you look at who has one MVP and how that how that vote should be should be given, I think it has to do with, obviously the, the kind of year the guy is having, but it's not just offensively. It's not just defensively. It's the whole scope. It's the team's record. It's your offense. It's your defense. It's what kind of teammate you are. It's all those things. And also how important you are to your team and kind of, I think the strides you and your team have taken. And, and I just think if you look at the whole league from that perspective, Harden is unbelievable on the offensive end. He cannot be stopped. But MVP-wise, I think Giannis is – I think he's leaps ahead of, of Harden because this Bucks team is number one in the league. They're number four in the league offensive rating. They're number one in the league defensive rating, led by 
Giannis, and, and I love Giannis's approach. I mean, he's just said, look, I'm going to let everybody vote. They can talk what they want to talk. I'm just going to keep winning games. And I think Harden has taken a different approach and said, I'm the MVP. I'm going to win it. I'm going to show everybody. And I think that uh, when the votes are all cast, I think you're going to see. Yeah, I think Giannis is the guy, even nationally. I think he is the guy. Was the All-Star break and getting into that three-point competition, was that uh, kind of that shot of adrenaline for Chris Middleton? Because he's come out on fire in the second, unofficial second half. Yeah, I think that was, it was, it was awesome to see. You know, I don't know if he, if he ends up missing all his shots in the All-Star game, if he, you know, is motivated by that and he comes on and plays good or if making those gives him, like you said, that boost of confidence. But, I mean, we saw who Middleton was last year against Boston in the playoffs. I mean, he was the best player on the court for the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. He was making every shot, it seemed like. He had the highest three-point percentage, I think, uh, you know, in the seven games against Boston in the entire league in terms of the playoffs in that first round. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's performed in when it matters, and he's had big games against, you know, Boston in the playoffs last year, and now I think coming down this this uh, final stretch, you know, he's showing, he's locked in, he's doing what he did last year again. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Steve Novak, Bucks television analyst, Fox Sports Wisconsin. You've had a chance now to see Miritich on this team and his blend, 17 the other night. Uh, give me your thoughts on how Miritich has kind of fit in. Yeah, I mean, he, to, he, to me, he's fit in much, much more quickly than I expected him to. I don't think that there was ever a thought from anybody that he wasn't going to fit in, being that you're adding a, a big fellow that can stretch the floor and shoot threes out there with, you know, this offense he knew he was going to fit. But, you know, he had missed a couple weeks when he was in New Orleans with the calf injury and then all-star break hit. So there was another week off. And then, you know, he plays in the Boston game, knocks a couple threes down, looks, you know, pretty much like he's comfortable and back. And then, you know, against Minnesota, he comes out, has 17 points. And, I mean, he kind of just looked like he was having fun and uh, really just like the a lot of the Bucks have seen lately where they talk about, you know, we've just been having a great time and we're showing up and we're loose and we're focused, but it's we know what we're supposed to be doing. And for a guy who hasn't played very much for this team, he sure seemed like he, he kind of knew right where he was supposed to be and exactly what he was supposed to do. So I think it's a, a great sign. Um, what did it tell you? And I, I it was kind of an interesting question. We were talking to George Hill the other night during the Milwaukee basketball hour, and we were talking, or I was asking him about recruiting and free agents and going into the next season and responsibilities and you know how guys talk and where they want to play and I his 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 answer kind of took me aback when he said we're, we're not doing that because we like what we have um did, did it surprise you or because we know that you know everybody makes changes you may lose a player or two contracts are what they are um and he just said that nobody's doing that right now because we're all worried about ourselves and we like the group we've got almost as if to say hey do everything you can to keep this group together were you surprised by that um yeah i mean i think that's not the response i just uh, i expected but once he said it and i think you know we were sitting next to each other when he did it made sense and i think based on Giannis really being the guy who in the summers right LeBron says, hey, you know, come work out with me. Mm -hmm. And LeBron and Giannis kind of goes, you know, I'm good. I'm over here kind of doing my own MVP thing. Like, thank you. But, you know, I'm not really about that whole, like, let's buddy system. Let's, you know, try to figure out how to build a super team. Giannis, he's the guy who's going to lead kind of, I think, that whole message. Is he out there recruiting? Is he just doing it on the court? And Giannis has been a guy who I think has said, I'm loyal this is where I want to be. I'm going to not chase MVP. I'm not going to 
talk about a bunch of other stuff. We're going to win games. I'm going to keep my nose down and do what I do. And, and guess what? <laughs> if guys want to come and team up with me and be on this team in Milwaukee, great. I'll, 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 I'm, all, I'm all ears. And it was interesting recently to hear Anthony Davis say Milwaukee's one of the only places that he's willing to go because of, I think, that approach by Giannis saying, hey, we're, we're doing it. By the way, check the standings. We're number one. We're going to win for a long time, and if anybody wants to join me, oh, by the way, I, I, me, Giannis, I pass the ball more than probably any star in the league. So not going to be a bad place to be for other guys. I'm not looking for kind of a secondary guy to Giannis, but, God, uh, watching Lopez hit back-to-back threes and, and then get the dunk on the inside as well and, and just continue to be a supportive role player, man, man, oh, man, I, I, how important is he to this team? Yeah, last game, you're right. He he did. He kind of had his – uh, you know he's been he's been really good for the team all year, but he had his game where I think you could have watched a 10-minute stretch and just seen, like you're saying, everything that he brings. Because like you said, he's you know out there banging down threes, and then the play you're talking about, he's in transition, he gets the ball thrown ahead to him. He kind of seemed like he waited for Dario Saric to to catch up to him, and then dunked on him, and then looked at him, and then got the taunting technical, mm-hmm. and it was like holy man, and and that was along with, I think, two or three blocks. Maybe it was maybe four, actually, in that quarter. And so you're kind of going like, I know the Bucks got a lot of good pieces, but, you know, this guy is he's as important as, as anybody when he's out there getting things done. Hey, before I let you go, i got to ask you, did you get a chance at all to talk to Giannis after Anthony Tolliver stopped, stopped him at the, uh, at the hoop? No, I didn't talk to him, but I saw his comments uh, in the interview, and I, I think – one of the reasons everybody loves Giannis so much is he said Anthony Tolliver is a very good defensive player. He said, I didn't expect him to to be able to block my dunk like he did, but he said kind of basically much respect. You know, he went up and, and blocked me, and, you know, the guy's a good player. He's in the NBA, and it's, I'm going to keep doing that same thing every time. I go keep trying to dunk on guys. But he gave the guy respect. He didn't mm-hmm. act like, oh, he got lucky. I just love that Giannis always comes from a place of, yeah, like I was out there doing what I do. I respect him, and I give him credit. It was a great place. So I, I loved his response. Big road trip coming up. Um, you know, when you would go on the road, you'd always, you know, have a, a mental as, aspect to that, you know, because you knew you had uh, unfriendly environments. We talked about this, about, you know, shooting environments and such. So the Bucks are going on, going on another little bit longer road trip. Give me your thoughts uh, as they get ready to embark. Yeah, they got Chicago which is uh, a little bit closer to home. They obviously won't feel too out of place before they head to the West Coast for the next four games of that five-game trip. But, you know, I, I think the road is its always unfriendly, like you said, in Chicago. Believe it or not, as terrible as they've been, I mean, it's going to be a, a tough one against those guys. I just And I believe that because in February, I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. Chicago's got the number one offensive rating um, in, in the month of February, and they've got five – 120-point-plus games in February, more than anybody else. So they're playing good. So hopefully the Bucks can get it started right and then head out to the West Coast and get some vitamin D and, and use that to get some wins. How big of a, a game is it? And I don't want to put too much weight on it, but they go into L.A. They face the Lakers for the very first time, and obviously LeBron uh, has, has spoken highly of, of Giannis. That's going to be an ESPN game. Is is that one that uh, you don't want to overlook Sacramento to get to L.A., but uh, you, you just, you know, you got the whole aspect of game at a time, but that's a pretty big game coming up on Friday night. 
Yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. I mean, Chicago, like I said, is playing well, and Sack is is also. But come on, when when LeBron and Giannis match up, I mean, it's going to be a show. Everybody's going to be watching. And if if anything, I just think you know you're going to get to see right two of the absolute greatest match up with each other. But even in LA, I, I expect Milwaukee as a team, after watching LA so many times, to show how much better they are than a team like the Lakers who at this point, right, has just been kind of an unrest there and guys were getting traded and they didn't. And there's been none of that, no distractions with Milwaukee. And so um, I look at that game just almost, uh, yes, a star matchup, but I I hope to see almost that differentiation between a, a team with the star and a lot of distractions and a team that's just been, you know, every day getting better. So, uh, that's kind of what I look for in that game. Steve, always good. Enjoy it, pal. We'll talk again soon, okay? Sounds great. Thank you, Bill. All right, buddy, talk to you later. There you go. Steve Novak, uh, Bucks television analyst, Fox Sports Wisconsin, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been going to get done. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.